0: G'day, g'day. Welcome to a special episode of Not the Wikipedia Weekly. I think it's episode 30. Um, Anyway, it's definitely special uh, because it's my pleasure to welcome New York Brad. G'day, Brad. Good uh,
1: afternoon, or good morning, or good evening, depending on where you are.
0: (laughs) And I'm I'm speaking from Sydney, Australia, and it'll come as no surprise to anyone that you're calling from a New York summer. That's right. That's right. Um, Yeah, so we've got Brad here. We're going to do this sort of uh, interview conversation uh, and I'll tell you about something that we're setting up for the future at the end, which um, hopefully some of you listening may be interested in being involved in. I thought what we'd do to start with, Brad, let's go way back before we get into the meat of the issues that are you know, the obvious ones for us to discuss. Um, Let's do a little bit on how you first came across this website, Wikipedia, and first got involved.
1: I first heard of Wikipedia the way everybody first hears of Wikipedia. I was doing some Google search, whether at work or whether uh, looking to go somewhere or for whatever reason, and uh, the top-ranking result or several of the top-ranking results were uh, Wikipedia pages uh, that happened, you know, many times and one becomes familiar, and in reading in the mass media, you hear that there's this encyclopedia that anybody can edit, anybody can contribute to. There are problems with it. Is the content reliable? Is the content not reliable? Um, Sometimes it's the number one hit for something, and you look at it. You decide whether this is information you're going to use, whether this is information you're going to rely on, uh, and it becomes more and more part of uh, one's online consciousness. Um, My first edit as an IP was the day William Rehnquist died. Uh, he was the Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, for those who uh, aren't here in America. And he died, and I was staying at a friend's house that particular weekend, and she asked me how old he was. And I knew approximately how old he was, uh, but I didn't know exactly, so I was on the computer at the time anyway, and I uh, Googled his name. And the first hit for William H. Rehnquist was the Wikipedia article on him, and it told me his age. He was 80 but I read the article, and I noticed that it had a mistake in it, and I said, well, this is supposed to be the encyclopedia that anybody can edit, so I uh, clicked on the article, played around with the buttons a little bit, figured out how it worked, and fixed the mistake. Now, the interesting thing is that I went back about 15 minutes later to see whether my edit fixing the mistake had stuck, and it had not. Somebody had changed my correct information back to the incorrect information, which was frustrating to me because that very month I had just published an article uh, in a legal publication on an aspect of Supreme Court history. I mean, I knew that I was right. So I put the correct information back, but this time put in a detailed edit summary explaining exactly why my um, factoid was correct and the prior version was incorrect and this time uh, the edit stuck. As of the last time I checked, a few months ago, uh, my version was still there. Had I been reverted one more time, I probably would have thrown out my hand, as too many experts do, and said, "Well, this method of collaboration doesn't work." Twitched with pity again. But uh, but the edit stuck. So I edited occasionally as an IP. I didn't realize it would become a big deal. I wrote my first article. Uh, oh, just on Brian, that. Just before we go
0: into that, roughly what what year was that, Brad? How, how back in the midst of that time until. Mr. Rehnquist died in September of 2005. Okay, And uh, it's possible, of course, it's interesting, we may come back to that, that if you had been blocked for removing information or if you had been bitten just that little bit harder... Uh, you might have never sort of engaged any further do you think that's you know it's hard it's it's hard to tell I might have walked away and said this doesn't work or
1: conversely I might have gotten really um really excited about making a hundred percent certain that the correct information wound up in the article and become a hardcore editor um that much sooner than I actually did so who knows uh, it's a counterfactual yeah,
0: um, yeah. Birth- we may return later to the to the concept of of how we react to not just experts, but newbies, you know, and, and whether we do well on that. But that's back in the midst of time. And, and obviously, I, I think, we're, you know, I was interested to hear that because it's the the very, very beginnings of people's relationships to Wikipedia are kind of uh, often not known, you know, how they came across it, etc. Um, obviously, your involvement with Wikipedia thereafter is fairly well known, where you became, first of all, an editor, then a very active editor, then an administrator, uh, then an ArbCom clerk, and of course uh, the uh, successful elector in the election to the ArbCom of, of last year, you were the, uh, I think, the most supported Wikipedian ever. Is that is that fair? Do you think in that election? Uh,
1: it's uh, I, it's numerically true. The, com- the community has been very very good to me. Uh, I never expected my Wikipedia career to proceed along this path. I thought I would be a very casual editor. Uh, I never expected – at first, I, I didn't sign up with the expectation of becoming an administrator, uh, and I didn't sign up uh, with the expectation of getting involved in things like uh, the Administrator's Notice Board and arbitration cases. Over time, I found that uh, some of the work I was doing in those, in those spaces was appreciated. Uh, I found that it was taking up uh, a very high proportion of my wiki time, um, one of my goals right now, uh, in uh, having, having returned to editing a couple of weeks ago, was to spend more time in main space. Thus far, I've been uh, completely unsuccessful. Uh, we'll, talk probably, we'll talk probably later about my work as an arbitrator or, and, uh, and the project I'm doing right now to try and get some, uh, some pages uh, excluded from indexing, and that's been taking up uh, a lot yep. of my time. Uh, I do hope to do more, uh, do, do more actual article writing.
0: Yeah, and in fact, you've just touched there on, on having had this huge support from the community and being, uh, you know, what seems to be universally probably the most respected uh, arbitrator, which, you know, must both, it, it may or may not be a gilded chalice, I don't know. But uh, let's touch a little bit now with discretion and sensitivity on, on what happened earlier this year. Uh, you, you stopped editing, you, you went away, and, and now you're back. And I'll just hand over to you to say a few words about what happened.
1: Well, what happened was that there are people out there who are very unhappy with Wikipedia. This is something we need to come to grips with and try to uh, address uh, the concerns of Wikipedia's critics, both people who have philosophical uh, objections to what we do and people who have very practical objections to what we do and how it impacts uh, on them. Uh, A couple of people who uh, I don't think had anything in particular uh, by way of animus against me but uh, sought to uh, to uh, show their displeasure with Wikipedia in a very active way. I don't want to uh, uh, name them. I don't want to further antagonize them um but they they took some actions that affected me in a way that uh, made it appropriate to uh, to step away for a while and I'm hoping that uh, that some of those issues uh, are Resolved now. Uh, during the time away, I realized uh, I realized a few things. I realized that uh, that uh, some of the work I had been doing uh, before I was uh, before I left in the area of uh, uh, strengthening the enforcement of uh, Wikipedia's policy on biographies of living people, uh, what we call the BLP policy. Um, I had done uh, some work in that area. I've written some uh, some essays in that area, which I'm which I'm proud of, and I realized the importance of that work and and continuing uh, that work. Uh, the ability of a Wikipedia article to uh, affect the the real life of a living person in a very negative way, because it contains defamatory content or because it invades the person privacy the person's privacy. Um, or because it, you know, unduly weights, you know, one isolated negative aspect of a person's life. This is an enormous problem. It's not uh, simply a Wikipedia problem. It's an internet problem, and a societal problem, and um, it's one that we need to uh, take very seriously. Um, and it's something I was yeah. focused on before I left. It's something that I'm focused on now that I'm I'm back.
0: Just we'll, we'll probably move on. We will probably cover that indeed, you know, the, as the important challenges that Wikipedia faces. And of course, the perspective you get from a break. Um, just a word on the kind of, you know, you mentioned that it was it, it was quite a nasty, quite shocking, quite aggressive. Um, you know, th- there's been much discussion and it's, been, it, it's caused quite a lot of issues in various ways on Wiki. The nature of... Um, of online harassment, of, of privacy issues and, and what's where. I just, in your experience, did you feel that, do you feel there was any more that, uh, that the Wikipedia processes themselves could have done for you?
1: You know that's something that I've thought of first of all I, I don't want to adopt those those adjectives. I have not uh, you know in any online or, or communication tried to you know characterize what happened or put adjectives. you know the people who the people who are aware of exactly what happened know what happened, and there's no great reason to to publicize it uh, beyond that. What I will say is that in fact, I'll just just pause there for a sec
0: because I think it's a point worth making. The use of those, by the adjectives that you seek to avoid, you you don't like, you know, use of the word harassment or stalking and things like that. Do you think, just to put a personal note, I perceive there to be a problem with using those adjectives because it it instantly polarizes things and tends to escalate. Um, What do you think? I'm trying to, to, uh,
1: on a personal level, not dwell on what happened to me as one particular individual because I don't want to rekindle or relive the incident and I don't want to... uh, to, uh you know, focus unduly on, on it. In general, uh, harassment online is a serious problem. Um, the word harassment is used in a lot of contexts ranging from very, very serious, um, you know, incidents that, you know, spill over from online into the real world, the physical world, uh, on the one hand to rather slight, you know, episodes of, you know, you know, making an edit to an article that somebody doesn't like, so in retaliation you make uh, an edit to another person's favorite article, which, you know, Mm -hmm. is not appropriate, but it's not at the same level of seriousness by any means. I mean, because one issue that's dealt with in this regard is whether people should be allowed to edit anonymously. Whether people should be allowed to edit under pseudonyms or whether people should uh, either be using their real name as their username or at least disclosing their real name um in some, you know on their user page or in some public fashion, I made the decision to um, to um, edit uh, under a pseudonym. I coined the term New York Brad, which if I'd known uh, how prominent I was going to become on wikipedia, I would have put uh, put uh, more. More energy into choosing my username. There's a there's a great uh, humor page called uh, User Radiant Classification of Admins, where all the administrators are listed. Um, you know, the ones <laughs> yeah. whose names are birds. And the ones whose usernames are are trees, and I'm in the very boring geographical category. I should have been more, <laughs> more, more creative.
0: Um, Do you have an idea what you would have been now if you? If I, I,
1: I, I don't know. But the point I'm making is that I chose to edit anonymously, partly yeah. because I, di- I hoped to uh, eliminate any possibility of, you know, any sort of negative consequences, and partly because I didn't want it to uh, look, you know, conversely to uh, to the presumption that people were editing anonymously or something to hide. I didn't want it to look... Uh, uh, when I did become uh, – when, when Wikipedia did take off and I said to myself, okay, should I disclose my name now, I didn't want it to look like I was you know, seeking to profiteer from my Wikipedia uh, experience into my real-life job either. I thought they were just separate. Um, well, we go – I mean, and I guess the, the root
0: of this issue is that you are someone that chose to edit pseudonymously and then had that choice removed by circumstance –
1: well, uh, yeah, and, and exactly what happened is that I was photographed at uh, at a series of meetups, and I, I knew, you know, people say, how do you let that happen? You know, you go to a meetup, and there's a group photo, and, you know, the first time I went to a meetup, I said, no, no, no pictures. I prefer to be anonymous, uh, and when somebody took a picture anyway, and I saw it I, went it, I said, you have to take that picture down. I don't want anybody finding me, and I realized that that sounded pompous, sounded arrogant, sounded paranoid. And so the next time I went to a meetup, I let it go. And that was the chain of, uh, that started the chain of events that led to somebody, um, somebody ultimately, and it's a long story that I won't tell, uh, being able to say that, you know, New York Brad is, you know, so and so at such and such law firm in New York, New York. Uh it's not that I was, as some people on a, on an external site have hinted, uh ashamed of being involved in Wikipedia. It's not that I you know, my real-world uh, friends and colleagues and acquaintances would uh, react with horror to my being involved in Wikipedia. It's that I thought that they should be separate. You know, since I, since I've come back, I've actually asked my question. You know, asked myself the question. You know, should I now just you know, you know, put my name on on my user page? Anybody who's particularly interested now has a way of finding it. And I've said to myself that uh, you know that uh, that would be you know. That would be not something I want to do at this time. It makes the name fair game for other websites, uh, potentially. It uh, could lead to the assertion that I'm, you know, trying to trade in my real life off my Wikipedia identity. Um, but, uh in, in fact... Um, a lot of people edit under their real names. You know, we don't want to understate the problem by any means. We don't want to overstate the problem either. Uh, most of, uh, the, the, I won't say most, many administrators uh, either disclose their real name, um, either as their username or on uh, their um, on their user page, and have had no problems whatsoever. Uh, other, it's an interesting. It's interesting to look actually, isn't it? At the people.
0: I mean, I sense a real split, and I think it's it's a core issue that. As Wikipedia evolves, you know, what does it mean to allow anyone to edit, to allow pseudonyms? Uh, personally, I worry a little bit. There's something a little bit unhealthy about creating these sort of avatars, and it plays into the whole kind of Wikipedia as game. Um, there, there, there's, there's a certain truth to
1: that, but there are a number of counter-arguments. One is that we allow minors sure. to edit, and we're not going to require miners to disclose their real names. One is that... Um, particularly, and it's unfortunately, I have to say this, but there were times that, uh, that female administrators or female uh, experienced editors have felt particularly vulnerable to both online and potentially real-world harassment.
0: Yeah, there were, I, I, I think I should be clear. I, I think there's, I mean, it's, <laughs> there are undoubtedly issues both ways. I mean, just because it's a good idea to allow everyone to edit pseudonymously um, or indeed completely anonymously, it doesn't mean that there aren't, there aren't going to be systemic problems with the culture that creates that we need to somehow address. Regardless, I want to focus this down a little bit, because you mentioned in passing an external site, and it brings us on quite nicely, because I think it's probably known to most listening that, that the external site you're likely to be referring to is Wikipedia Review. That's and it does always raise a smile with me sometimes when people refer on wiki to an external site or i think the latest phrase is the external board where there is wailing and gnashing of teeth or i've seen that written around um i i think it's quite interesting that it's currently the only online forum for discussion of wikipedia um that i'm aware of i mentioned that on the mailing list recently um but having had this kind of A rather nasty experience. Do you attribute that site? You know, does that site hold some blame? Um, And in particular, I'd like to ask you your the thought processes or the you know what you went through to consider becoming what you are right now, which is a reasonably active contributor there.
1: What happened? uh, What happened? I was asked. uh, I, I first started reading. I first started reading Wikipedia review. Uh, occasionally in the summer of 2007, which was the summer after I'd become an administrator. Um, like a lot of administrators, I went there for the first time to see are they saying anything about me? Um, <laughs> and at that time, they actually weren't. And I said to myself, I wonder why they're not talking about me. And in fact... Oh,
0: well, you you, <laughs> you fix that good and <laughs> so in the end. <laughs> I, 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 wonder,
1: I wonder why they're not criticizing me. I mean, people have been critical of me on Wikipedia, but they've also been very nice to me in a certain amount of, you know, remember thou art mortal, thou have no special privileges at all, uh, when you come to our site, um, was of interest. Anyway, I was a lurker. I commented occasionally I would respond on my Wikipedia talk page to something that was said on Wikipedia Review. I have no um, particular intention of becoming a member there when I was running for the ArbCom which was in November of '07, the candidates were asked questions and an editor named Geranda asked me the question what do you think of Wikipedia Review and I said then what I would say now which is that I have very mixed feelings about Wikipedia Review there is a lot of very productive discussion that occurs there. Criticism of Wikipedia is not all bad. Some of it is meritorious. Some of it is right. Some of it I disagree with, but is, you know, perfectly um, respectable. Uh, and some of it uh, has resulted in suggestions that Wikipedia has implemented or that I am seeking to implement. Uh, there is also uh, a, an extremely, um, a, a very much greater uh for tolerance for what we on Wikipedia would call personal attacks, personal remarks, negative comments about individuals, and although... Can I ask you about that, Brad? I'm going to finish this. um, That, you know, the the practice of, you know, outing of, you know, anonymous contributors' real names. uh, And my comment when I answered the ARBCOM questions was that I thought that Wikipedia review would rise greatly in the esteem it was held in on Wikipedia if the editors there would discontinue that particular practice. And this was long before I personally was tracked down. Um, I make the mistake sometimes and others make the mistake sometimes of assuming that Wikipedia Review is a monolithic entity with a monolithic point of view. There are people there who hold a wide range of points of view, not even counting the visitors from Wikipedia or the people who are active on Wikipedia as well as Wikipedia Review. You asked me why I went there. Uh, I had never, as a contributor, I had never intended to go there. I went there, frankly, because I was invited. Um, a Wikipedia, a, a banned Wikipedia user named Wordbomb. Uh, had some qualms about an arbitration decision for which I was the scrivener called requests for arbitration matt and Moreland. and uh, since he was uh, not allowed to post on wikipedia he said uh, he said When can I question you about um, about the case and i said i'll be happy to answer any questions you have and he the next day invited me to Wikipedia review um He wound up not pursuing it on Wikipedia Review. I wound up answering questions on Wikipedia. But uh, a couple of weeks later, I was mentioned in a post on Wikipedia Review. And so uh, instead of answering on my user page on Wikipedia and waiting for my post to be copied onto Wikipedia Review, um, I answered there. And I've posted there maybe 150 times by now. Um, There are people on Wikipedia Review who don't want me there and who don't want other senior Wikipedia figures such as Allison, who is a Czech user, such as Lar, who is a Czech user, on Wikipedia Review. They say our mission is to be critical. Our mission is to point out all the negative things on on Wikipedia. We don't need these apologists for Wikipedia, these members of the power structure, corrupting our criticism site. Uh, Conversely, there are others there who have interacted with me in a, a uh, a more positive way and uh, listen to what I've had to say. I've listened to what they've had to say, um, uh, and uh, I think it's been a beneficial interaction. Do I worry that I'm legitimizing the less savory aspects of the site? Yes, I do. There's an editor's forum, one one editor there Um uh had a signature for a while who they comparing a particular Wikipedia uh, administrator to uh General Pinochet in Chile. I don't think we need that. I don't think we need uh, the outing type of thing. There are a lot of practices on Wikipedia Review I don't happen to care for. You know what? There are a lot of practices on Wikipedia that they don't happen to care for. If there's going to be any dialogue there's going to be uh there's going to be exchange of views and at this point um I think, uh, I think it's been a positive that I've been over there in spite of the fact that uh, my being there was uh, part of the events that led to my having to take a break.
0: So if, if, if a, say, a youngish wiki editor happens to be listening to this, or indeed just a newish wiki editor, and you certainly hear you know Wikipedia review is referred to a lot and mentioned or, or mentioned discreetly as in the external site, etc., etc., Would you, if someone came to you and said, you know, what about this Wikipedia review? Should I check it out? Um, Is it worth a look? Would you, you know, what sort of advice would you offer like to that kind of direct question?
1: If it were a brand new editor, I would probably tell him or her that um, Wikipedia review is not going to make a great deal of sense to. It's 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 inside baseball. Uh, or Inside Cricket, I guess. Uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the discussion on Wikipedia Review would be like reading discussion on the Administrator's Notice Board or reading discussion on the Village Pump. Um, it would just, you know, not make sense to a, to a brand-new editor. Uh, a lot of what's written on Wikipedia Review uh, I take with a certain degree of salt. Some of the users on Wikipedia Review are there because they oppose the very concept of a wiki. They think it can't work. They think that the, the basic collaborative model of um, Wikipedia uh, doesn't work and can't work, and that's an interesting philosophical discussion. There's no question that in some areas of content the Wikipedia model has worked very well. In other areas, generally the more controversial areas, it's been problematic. And I mentioned the, the BLP problem as, as an extreme example of an area where where you know the wiki the wiki the untrammeled wiki model of anyone can contribute any content at any time and eventually somebody will look at it um, is problematic. Um, so if somebody start, comes to Wikipedia review with the concept of um, the entire concept of a wiki is going to be, is guaranteed to be a disaster. Um, and I'm a Wikipedia editor who thinks that although there are serious problems and, that exist and changes that need to be made, the concept of uh, collaborative editing uh, in many areas is a good one that has preso- resulted in a lot of high-quality content, we're going to have philosophical disagreements. That's that's absolutely fine. Um, I would tell the, the young editor to understand that he's reading comments that are negative to Wikipedia uh, negative about Wikipedia by users who have been banned from Wikipedia. In some instances, some justly perhaps, some unjustly perhaps, um, but users who are not who uh, have reasons to be unhappy with the site. Uh, there are also a fair number of administrators who post uh, on Wikipedia review uh, or editors, experienced editors who post on Wikipedia review. Um, under separate, under different pseudonyms from the pseudonym they use on Wikipedia, and there's a it's not quite the same thing as, as outing a person's real name, but there's a certain amount of you know who is Wikipedia user use Wikipedia review user A uh, on Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, yeah. Well, this um, almost ties into what we were just you know what we touched the surfaces of with the you know the nature of pseudonymous. Uh, editing and, and creation of avatars and, and characters in a game. Um, do you, like me, Brad, suspect that the that, that Wikipedia review is actually quite widely read amongst what you might call, uh, well, amongst a, you know the administrator class? say?
1: I, widely read it, 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 Wikipedia has several hundred thousand registered editors. Wikipedia review has about 900 registered members. Uh, about two thirds of the site is public. Uh, the Wikipedia review site. Um, we're, we're talking more about Wikipedia review than about Wikipedia. We should probably... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, in um, fact, that's a good point. Let's move on. Let's but, we, but we can come back to that. That's the point I was making, though. Uh, about two-thirds of Wikipedia review is publicly reviewable. Certainly, certainly, there are threads that get uh, a lot of attention, um, and sometimes deservedly so, and sometimes, frankly, there are things that I wish Noah had to read. Um, I, As I say, I find... Uh, some of what they say to be very meaningful, and a lot of what they say to be uh, very offensive. And again, I want to characterize. I want to uh, emphasize that there are many, many different points of view there, um, and that no one. Is that, does, uh, Brad, does, uh, it's, that it's
0: fascinating sense. to me. During that last, it, to be honest with you, during your last sort of statement there. Uh, my feeling is that you've very accurately described not just Wikipedia review, but also Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's an analogy that they draw. Uh, they, yeah. they, they, they will say, you know, there is no one view on, on their site than there is on Wikipedia. And of course, there is an enormous, enormous range of views on every possible issue, uh, from, uh, on Wikipedia. One of the, one of the uh, things I find ironic is that one of Wikipedia's critics refers to the administrators of Wikipedia or the leadership of Wikipedia as the hive mind, the great metaphor for people with no minds thinking alike. And I think if you spend half an hour perusing any day's postings on the administrator's notice board, you'll see – That, in fact, there is enormous uh, disagreement among the administrators and the experienced editors on Wikipedia about what to do about almost any controversial
0: topic. Yeah, yeah. And And we'll return to that. I must say, some of those some of those discussions seem to me to to look a little like schisms within churches, you know, where they (laughs) there's
1: there's a certain there's a certain element of that. Um, there's a certain element of, uh, I'm reminded of a line that, that our older American listeners will remember the Chicago 7 trial of the, of the people who, uh, uh, of the people, um, who were accused of trying to disrupt the Democratic convention in 1968. And one of them, Abby Hoffman, was asked at the trial, did you enter into a conspiracy, uh, with, uh, uh Rennie Davis and David Dellinger and Lee Weiner and John Freund's to disrupt the convention. And Hoffman looked quizzically at his lawyer and said, "A conspiracy? Uh, yes, an agreement." And Hoffman's response was, "We couldn't agree on where to eat lunch." Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That's 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 the hive. that's the hive mind.
0: Sometimes. Um, <laughs> okay, well, well we'll move on. I think it's. I think we should move on from the review and, and those sorts of things. You mentioned um, you mentioned word bomb and the Manson Morland case, and and that leads us on to to what's obviously a, a central uh, topic to talk about, which is the ARBCOM in general, um, I thought we might start just by, you've had this break, now you were you're on the ARBCOM for, for a very brief time, and I'm sure some would say all too brief, um, uh, a short amount of time, and, and then you've had this break. Um, first of all, I, were you, you weren't, uh, I, I'm presuming here, were you at all active in the, in the sort of things like the mailing lists and... And, uh, and other such communications during your your wiki break.
1: Um, what happened? Uh, what happened to me is that probably what happens to uh, to uh, anyone who takes a break from something that they really enjoy. For a couple of weeks you try to take a clean break, and then little by little you find yourself sneaking back, and in fact, uh, <laughs> um, you know, trying to uh, help out a little bit uh, behind the scenes. And at some point, I knew I knew that I was uh, really itching to come back when I posted to not the ArbCom mailing list, which of course is private, but the WikiEnd mailing list on the topic of no indexing of. Uh, pages in project space, pages in user space, potentially even some pages in main space, that was in the middle of July. Um, and around that time, um, I knew that uh, I really I really did want to, to come back. I was on the ArbCom from January until I think I left at the end of April. Uh, so about four months, I wrote uh, seven or eight of the decisions in those four months, and uh, now I've been back for about a week.
0: Yeah, you'll be familiar with my views that uh, the Arbcoms dropped the ball lately. Uh, they have uh, full of lovely people, but but really, you know, is it fit for purpose, these sorts of questions? And, and the levels of communications haven't been good. And, and you'll be aware of the gripes and the groans that have been out there. There's been a a, a very reasonably detailed RFC about Arbcom. Uh, and I was just wondering on your perspective on that, having been sort of in and then out and now in again.
1: I'm not going to be uh, critical at all of the performance of my 14 colleagues during the period when I was not able to help them. Uh, I think that uh, because one of the reasons that um, things slowed down a little bit was precisely because I couldn't help them. Um, There were certain things that uh, I, you know, the, the committee divides up work. Some of the members are check users and deal behind the scenes on check user inquiries. Some uh, respond to appeals from the the blocked and banned user. All the members have uh, an obligation to vote on cases, but not all the arbitrators uh, have the skill or the temperament to actually write the decisions. There are generally only three or four arbitrators who are active writing decisions. When I became active on Wikipedia, uh, in the summer of 2006, about 80 or 85 percent of the Arbcom decisions were written by Fred Bowder and the other 10 or 15 or 20 percent by D. McDevitt. Uh, there's always, there for when, uh, when Fred started slowing down, as his term neared an end last year, Kira Lokshin started writing uh, the lion's share of the case.
0: <laughs> well, some would say Fred uh, Fred slowed down in quite interesting ways in some decisions. He's well known for, of course, suggesting that we redirect. Uh, pages to clown that was one of the things i just just on that issue because we we started we we talked briefly before we we started recording, and I was mentioning my kind of emerging wiki philosophy that we need to be a little bit harder on our friends uh, as in we need to be able to be critical of of things that aren 't working uh, do you i'm sensing a danger that we conflate um criticism with blame uh, i don't i don't wish to blame anyone for anything, but I think it's actually quite important to to look at you know in any measurable way, the, the competencies of the system seem to be questionable. It doesn't seem to me to be working. And I'd seek to separate that out from the blame as to, you know, oh, it's it's so-and-so's fault. And and I sense that you're responding perhaps to the blame point, to say that, look, there's no need for blame because there's some very understandable things that happened. You know, Brad was on board, he was expert in this way and able to contribute, and then it was a surprise. Um, I don't see that the current ARBCOM issue really as kind of, you know, force majeure that having Brad removed from the, from the system kind of led to these problems. Do you think there's any validity in that approach?
1: Well, I think it's fair to say that not everything is going perfectly. I mean, the, there's a case right now, which I'm in the middle of writing the decision on, which has been open for uh, probably three months by now. Uh, I think every one of the sitting arbitrators more or less ran on a platform of the arbitration process is too slow, we're going to make it faster. And I think that everyone would agree that in the abstract, three months is is much too long. Uh, That's something I hope to to rectify going forward. When somebody says, I wrote a good faith uh, note to the mailing list and, and nobody responded, um, obviously, that should not, uh, should not take place, and a number of us are working to make sure that it uh, does not take place. Um, the histor- historically, the arm crumb has always started off with, you know, very high hopes and sleeves rolled up and, um, you know, Hut 2, Hut 2 in January and February. I wrote a decision in a case on January 1st, um, my first day on the committee, although I'll admit that I cheated and wrote the decision on the private arm the night before. Um, and uh, the case was closed in a week back when everyone had the high energy level. Um, later in the year, people start to fade. Um, I think the basic structure of the committee is a sound one. I think that uh, selecting arbitrators by a community-wide election is the only viable way of selecting them that's going to lead to respect in the community. People complain about Jimbo Wales' is appointing, uh, theoretically, is the one who appoints the committee, and that's true. But in the last two elections, Jimbo has appointed exclusively the top vote getters by percentage. So I think it's fair to say that that role has become more or less symbolic. The caseload of the OBCOM is actually at a historic low and has been since about April uh people are not bringing cases to as many cases to the committee but the average case that is accepted is much more complex than it used to be something that in 2005 or 2006 would have been a two month arbcom decision is now sometimes um a 3 hour or I should say a 3 hour a, a ani discussion and a community ban or um uh, an administrator blocking the user, and no, and everyone else looking and saying we're not going to unblock the user, and the user accepts that, and that's the end of it. So the number of cases is actually down, but the complexity of the cases that are accepted is typically very high.
0: I noticed when you returned to editing, one of your, uh, you know, one of your most immediate things that you did was to to pop some notes. I think you made a, a, se- a, se- a section labeled status on the talk page and you said, this is where we're at, and, um, uh, and and you responded to a few queries, both on your talk page and at some other people's talk pages. Um, given, the, given that given that, to me, is so clearly good practice, is it acceptable to be critical of the three months prior to that, where no other ARB did that?
1: There were other, I'm sure there were other ARBs who contributed uh, content on the page. Um, ARBs uh, do comment on workshop proposals, for example. I think the workshop
0: is very important. Uh, so I will pause you there for a sec, Brad, and say this: If if a month went by where no arbitrator made any comment on any section of the page, would you agree that that's something the community should be rightfully heavily critical about?
1: That practice would not occur in any case in which I was participating.
0: And is that as far as you're <laughs> prepared to go in terms of being a sitting arb? Obviously, you're not the, exactly the the best, you know, you're. Uh, we don't want to make things any worse, so to speak. And you've already said you don't wish to be critical of your colleagues. Um, is that as far as you could go with, you know, with looking at that?
1: Cases are not going to take. If I if I have anything to say about how the committee functions, uh, cases are not going to take three months to resolve, and there are not going to be long periods of time where no uh, where nobody contributes uh, contribute contributes to the to the page. I think that's fair to say. Um, having said that. Um, I think it's also important to remember that uh, the arbitrators are like everybody else. We have full-time jobs, we have family responsibilities, and we're all volunteers. Uh, I know. That
0: Do you think there's a? I, I read somewhere that someone, for instance, the Scout movement, which is a you know, as you'll be aware, an international organisation, uh, and I believe one of the Arbcom clerks um, is is involved in the Scout movement in some way. Uh, and uh, I'm sort of vaguely recalling this now, so apologies if I get the specifics inaccurate, but uh, the the sort of senior management level of the Scout organisation to some degree is volunteer-based. However, when you accept a responsibility, uh, you make a commitment to the community at large to fulfil it. Um, And I think it's uh, personally, well, do you think there's any danger in conflating this kind of volunteer, I'm a volunteer um, sort of argument, with, with not being held to, to be responsible. I mean, it, sort of, you can't go too far with that, can you?
1: I don't know that it's a question of going too far or not. I mean, people have to set priorities. I ran for the committee with an expectation of the, um, of the activity level that I expected to have. Uh, I had been, and I, and I knew that I'd be able to hold myself to that activity level because, frankly, to a certain extent, I'd done some of the work. Uh, several of the decisions that were written in 2007 were taken primarily from workshop proposals that I had put together. So I had done a fair amount of the on-wiki arbitrator's job and had decided that it was something I could commit my time and my expertise to. What I did not know, of course, until I wound up sitting on the committee which how, was how much of the job is the back office job, whether it's appointing check users and oversiders, whether it's uh, responding to – Uh, banned users' appeals, whether it's dealing with uh, issues of, you know, harassment and personal information and so forth. Uh, I'd like to say that in a perfect world, every arbitrator would uh, devote um, every, you know, an appropriate portion of uh, the time to every case, and the cases would move through the system quickly and uh, and efficiently and properly. And to the extent that that happens, um, that's great to the extent that it doesn't. the community needs to make sure when it elects arbitrators that uh, it elects people who are going to be in a position to make the commitment and, and put the time in. But thus far, every arbitrator has been elected in the two elections I participated in, the November of 06 uh, election and the uh, November of 7 election. Every arbitrator who was elected had a very strong record of, um, of community involvement, of participation in dispute resolution and participation in main space for that matter. And the fact that some have been more active than others uh, is a function of, uh, you know, their, their, you know, what's going on in their particular lives, both on wiki and off wiki, as I say, um, and if I were.
0: Do you think it, do you think it might also be at all fair to say, maybe this is going too far, but uh, perhaps if if you have a committee whose purpose is a little unknown uh, or unwritten in some ways, even to themselves, you know, with regard to, uh, to writing policy, not writing policy, uh, governing by consent as in we, you know, can we be overruled by the community? Can we not? Uh, do you think some people start off with the best of intentions and just sort of, um, you know, find it very hard to engage. It's, it's very find it, get a bit lost. Basically, that, that's my sense. You no, know, I, I
1: don't. I, 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 there, there were some interesting philosophical or wiki philosophical discussions about the relationship with the arbitration committee, but I think the core role of the ArbCom is actually fairly well defined. It's the last. Um, it's the last stage in Wikipedia dispute resolution. It's supposed to hand down binding decisions, and in general, it's not supposed to write policy. Now, what's evolved is that in situations where the community policy writing process has not produced something satisfactory, occasionally the ARBCOM writes what could be called interim policy, um, which is, you know, here's our – it's not focused exactly this way, but in effect, this is what we think should be done, but of course the community can – you know, write, you know, write the policy. Uh, I think the first instance of that that I remember was the protecting children's privacy case,
0: where... um, And there's a current discussion concerning the special provisions on on BLPs? The the footnoted quotes case, which occurred while I was away, uh,
1: and I don't even know in my own mind whether I would have decided the case exactly that way, but I don't (laughs) understand the controversy. Uh, I mean what the, what the footnoted quotes page says is that where there's a serious argument that uh, BLP material um, is, you know, clearly inappropriate either because it is potentially defamatory or because it, it invades some of the privacy uh, we shouldn't leave it lying around the site for a couple of weeks while we just we should uh, discuss it from the vantage point. Should it be here in the first place?
0: Brad, we were just saying, that or rather, I made a point that do some arbitrators maybe get a little lost or confused, and and you were just rebutting that, saying that you didn't think so. Um, just we'll just finish up your views on that one, if that's cool.
1: I, I mean, I think there's, there's always going to be some question, you know, at the margin. You know, the the, the saying is that the. The arbitration committee rules on user conduct and not article content, but obviously if the committee reaches a conclusion that a given user's editing was inappropriate, obviously inherent in that is that the content the user was editing to, it was adding to a given article was not the appropriate content. There's always issues of, of line drawing at the margins of what is or is not within the scope of the committee's authority, and in a few, in a couple of cases, footnoted quotes is potentially one. Uh, there are others. Uh, the committee has probably come close to the line, uh, that separates, um, policy creation from, from user conduct regulation. On the other hand, while the committee does not wish to be autocratic, I certainly want to be, uh, an elected arbitrator and not, uh, not a dictator or a tribune. Uh, these are 15 or in any given case, if eight or ten are participating, of the, more experienced, more knowledgeable, more senior Wikipedia editors. And if they are presented with a completely uh, intractable issue, uh, one hopes that they are, they are going to, after, you know, several weeks of deliberation, after reading, you know, the, the input of sometimes dozens of users on the evidence page and the workshop page and the proposed decision talk page, uh, going to at least uh, in general terms get it right.
0: And let's, let's just finish the, the outcome because we're talking very meta and there's some, obviously some some other things to talk about. But um, it marks out of ten. I, I suspect that you, it'll come as no surprise to you. I, I'd give the ARBCOM a two at the moment. Um, hand on heart, what, what would you say roughly?
1: I, 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 you're asking me to talk either about myself or about the people I work with every day and put a number on them. I'm not going to do it that way. <laughs> okay. I've, uh, I, 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 uh, I know that in 2006 when I first started editing, uh, Wikipedia, I, you know, there were times I, I criticized the performance of the committee at that time. So to the extent that the problems that, uh, that, that existed in 2006 when I was critical, and somebody can go back and find those diffs, uh, still exist in 2008, uh, that's not an optimal situation.
0: Now, yeah, we we probably don't want to, there's there's more to this conversation, obviously, than just what might be called ARCOM bashing. It's it's not maybe even particularly useful on on some level. Um, Let's move on to talk a little bit about, you know, I I noticed you you posted 22 principles in, in the, in the Uber case that's currently before you. Now, let's not go into that if that's okay. People may have questions uh, concerning that case. In fact, we'll talk a little bit at the end of this discussion about about how people may be able to put questions to you, and and we've got a, a suggestion for how that might work, which we'll come to later. But um, in proposing those 22 principles, um, I also noticed that, that Kirill... Um, Kirill Loshkin I think is the is his name and um, he's written an essay on professionalism in the past which is just talking about professionalism on the wiki and you know, almost codes of conduct type sort of thing and, and you've drafted that long set of principles in that particular case. I wanted to sort of hear your views on whether you think a kind of Uh, whether it's time to readdress whether there's a a restatement of of principles necessary or do we have enough or do we need some kind of code of conduct or statement of ethics or is there any kind of gap there that could be usefully filled?
1: I think that the basic ethics of working on Wikipedia are reasonably well-defined, you know, post-verifiable information, you know, cite sources when you're making a disputable or contentious statement. Um, you know, don't, don't plagiarize, of course. Don't violate copyrights. Uh, avoid uh, making personal attacks on other editors. Uh, work collaboratively. Work civilly. Use the dispute resolution process when collaborative editing doesn't work. Avoid conflicts of interest and disclose them if you have them. Uh, all the basic uh, All the basic rules of editing – have been fleshed out over a long time. As always, there will be board, there'll be disputes over how those rules apply in particular instances, particular situations, particular cases. I like Kirill's essay. Um, I agree with uh, – it's been a couple of months since I read it, so I'm not going to say that I agree with every single word in it. I'd want to read it again, but I think the, the gist of it is clearly right. Uh, one of the things that I regret is that Kirill is recused – in the uh, in the particular case that you're mentioning um, and uh, you know, his views are something I would have appreciated very much in that case I would have appreciated having them in the uh, Menton Moreland case where he was also recused I think for some of the same reasons um, I liked his essay uh, I liked uh, I like uh, a number of different essays that have been written by different people uh, at different times there are people who've led the community uh, in different uh, in different uh, in different directions on different aspects of uh, professionalism, uh, in the BLP area, um, the strongest uh, the strongest words uh, on the need for improved performance in that area were written by a now unfortunately retired administrator named who uh, was named uh, Doc Glasgow. Um, uh, in the area. Well, indeed, yeah, and this this
0: brings us to the, this sort of idea of, of uh, it'd be good to talk just a little bit about your your no index um, issue and, and biographies. But um, just on that kind of sort of code of conduct thing, you met all the statement of ethics or whatever it may be. You mentioned the you know the no original research and let's have it let's have re- everything reliably sourced and and let's use dispute resolution. Um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit more about the, the possibility of a missing layer and just referring back to what you mentioned was your, your first experience of Wikipedia where you uh, removed or you, no, not removed, you updated the, the, the page with some, some correct information and, and uh, a user just immediately reverted you. Um, is there is, is there a, sort of a can we look systemically at some of the competencies and some of the behaviours of, of some administrators or in fact not just administrators but but sort of established users are we going too far down a kind of like an in and an out where you're sort of you know for instance if you as New York Brad were to go now and make that change it's almost inconceivable that anyone would even question it um, and have we sort of gone down a see, I don't
1: think, you see, I don't think that's right at all a couple of hundred thousand yeah I mean if I make a post on the administrative notice board, and I don't mean to flatter myself, but if I make a post on the administrator's notice board, uh, I've achieved a certain amount of name recognition for whatever reason, uh and my post will be taken potentially more seriously than some new person's post on that page that I'm not saying that's right, I'm not saying that's what should happen, but it probably will happen. That does not mean that does not mean that anything I say goes. Last year, there was was an editor who I proposed on request for adminship. Um, He uh, he, uh, uh, wanted to do certain administrator tasks. I thought he was qualified, so I nominated him, and I couldn't push him through, although I tried three different times. Uh, when I wrote the Matt Moreland case, not every word of which decision was necessarily my idea, it was a little bit of a consensus project, you know, a portion of the community was, was very upset, and they didn't care whether the decision was written by New York Brad or by another arbitrator or by the man in the moon knew. They were <laughs> yeah. in, in disagreement about about that. So uh, that it's a, is a common
0: theme on those things. Is like, for example, if the common theme the between, between the writing an outcome decision or or nominating for adminship, is that they're both sort of, they're, they're meta-levels. I guess I'm referring to, I mean, you know, the Encyclopedia is obviously the, the main focus.
1: But, if I, but if, I made a, if I made a change in the, uh, in the William Rehnquist article, 90% of the 90% or more, some IP who happened to be editing that article because it was the day Rehnquist died, he's never heard of New York, Brad. He's never heard of Jimbo Wales if Jimbo came to edit that page. He's never heard of private musings. He's never heard of whoever. He <laughs> Thank you goodness. You <laughs> know, to some, some, some editor who's, has more who doesn't spend his time on administrative aspects or on arbitration aspects who spends all of his time in the in the main in the main space who's accurate uh, who's active in uh, you know wiki project uh, supreme court or wiki project united states uh, united states law um, is not necessarily going to take my word for for anything and well let's let,
0: let me let me lay it out sort of what I was thinking is, if uh, you mentioned that the level of complexity that of the cases currently facing Arcom or, or the trend is generally going up, it's they're becoming more complicated, and I, I wonder some some of what I see is that's because disputes are, are, are coming to the boil between long-standing members and sort of uh, behaviour patterns. You know, the way what an administrator should and shouldn't do um, is is undefined in certain areas, and it's sort of like, to be honest, the rule of thumb for a long time has really been, you can do what you can get away with, which really isn't sustainable. Um, I sense that, that, that there is this gap uh, and I guess I'm talking mainly about ad administrators and the use of things like blocking buttons and and the use of reputation uh, within content disputes. For instance, you know I've got more friends than you, so I can win this content argument. That's obviously a negative thing. Um, I wonder if there, if there is a you know perhaps back to the marks out of ten, I'd say that look we're probably at six and a half on our administrators right now. That's where we're at, and and I I sense that some sort of uh, some sort of framework for, for what you know for statements of principles and ethics and codes of conduct may be useful. Uh, do you see any merit at all in that?
1: Um, the answer is that I think that we have a wide variety of competencies and a wide variety of talents in our administrators. Uh, there are times we see uh, admin conduct that falls below the standard we like. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, sometimes on just an isolated basis, sometimes on more a systemic basis. I don't know whether another page of rules, I mean, sometimes is going to, you know, solve the problem. You know, sometimes people either, you know, know what the right thing is to do or don't know what the right thing is to do. I didn't model my Wikipedia career um, off any particular set of rules. Now, having said that, you know, you talk about positive experiences that um, lead a person to stay around. I mentioned having my first edit stick as an IP, but months later when I was writing my first article, I had some questions, um, some questions about the formatting, and at that time I was not on IRC, I was not on Gtalk, so I went to the help desk, the, uh, the, uh, the help page on Wiki, and I posted three or four newbie questions. You know, what title should I give the article? You know, how does the coding work? And within fifteen minutes, um, I had cogent, correct, and accurate answers to my questions with links to with links to um, the pages where there was more detail, uh, and that's another thing that said to me, uh, that said to me, uh, this is a project where people get along, where people work together, which you want to be a part of. Um, a couple of yeah, days yeah. later, in, 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 I, I added content to an existing article, as opposed to having started a couple of my articles. And someone, my first edit on my first edit on my talk page, other than the welcome message, was I saw you did a nice job on you know United. I think it was the United Nations listing non-self-governing territories. You know, keep up the good work. And you know, it sounds very, um, it sounds very basic. It sounds very, very. Um,
0: that's the stuff that matters, though. Okay,
1: but but the fact is that when you did, the fact is that that was one of the things that drew me in, and later, you know, if it was the first thing I would ever seen was an arbitration case, I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, what am I getting into? I said, this is what I do every. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm a corporate litigation attorney. This is what I do every day. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, this is it, it, so. Do you actually on that level, Brad, Do you sometimes feel a, a bit of
0: sadness that you that you sort of been drawn into that that sphere of Wikipedia? Uh,
1: sadness, no. I think that I'm contributing skills that I have in a in a useful way, and I've helped to resolve some disputes. And I hope that I can. I feel sadness sometimes that the amount of time that I spend, you know, there's only a certain amount of time in a given week that one can spend on, on any hobby, and Wikipedia remains a hobby, um, there's only a certain amount of time that one can spend. And if I decide that I have to spend a certain amount of my time, you know, policing the externalities of the site uh, through the no-index process or whatever, and I spend a certain amount of my time reading evidence and writing ARB decisions, and I spend a certain amount of time... Um, Doing general administrator chores because I'll take a shift on AIV or a shift on a shift on the username page, or just like just like any other administrator, or a shift on the deletions page. Um, and at the end of the day, I find that uh, you know I've had two two edits in main space and they were both typo corrections. I'll say to myself, wasn't this the week I meant to write three articles? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's sad, but it's but it's frustrating. Um, and one of the things I vowed to do when I came back this time was spend much time, more time in in main space. I plan to to keep that vow, although although the arbitration case we mentioned has to get resolved. And probably well, let's, I think we're, we're probably pushing the boundaries of time
0: here. Um, we, we mentioned we, we haven't really covered. Uh, we could go on and on, of course, and we haven't really covered in depth what we've referred to chan, uh, tangentially, which is the the issue of no indexing, which uh, briefly, just to explain it, it's, it's a, a little tag that allows pages within Wikipedia to be invisible to Google or to not be indexed by Google and other search engines. Uh, and the, the thinking there, uh, if I paraphrase, you know, do feel free to clarify, but the thinking there is that some internal process pages like maybe Project Space or User Space and stuff like that, there's just no need for, for, uh, for Google to be indexing that. And in the event that real name uh, the editors are using their real names, there's the possibility that we could contravene our do no harm principle in having these pages indexed. Um, so, Brad, you've been a, a sort of a well, you've been lobbying for, for no index to be considered, and indeed, it, there's been some some recent movement in that regard. And I believe quite a lot of pages now are invisible to, to the search engines.
1: That, that's correct. I mean, the, the answer is that uh, there are pages, and frankly, when I posted, I, I brought this up. This, this has been a perennial topic in, in a lot of places. It's been raised on Wiki. It's been raised on Bugzilla, which is the internal site for suggesting improvements to the software a place I never go. I have no technical expertise. (laughs) Uh, It's been discussed on the the Wiki and mailing list, and it's been discussed on on Wikipedia Review, frankly, as well, and it can be applied in a number of ways. Clearly, something like the suspected sock puppets page or the request for check user page um, does not need to be on Google. Clearly, something like the deletion pages, um, if uh, let's forget about being fair to our contributors or former contributors, but let's suppose that somebody writes an article about, about me in my real capacity. I'm a lawyer. I'm not a particularly famous lawyer. I'm not notable enough to have an article by Wikipedia standards. And if someone wrote an article about me, assuming it weren't speedied, it would go on AFD. And five, five uh, days from now, an administrator would close the discussion with a consensus that I'm not important enough or not notable enough to have a Wikipedia article. It yeah. does not then be the case that the number one Google hit on my real name is, this is a not very important person. <laughs> exact, and in fact, or his two journal articles are trivial, his cases are only marginally known, he's only been in the law journal three times, he's never argued in this court. you know, delete. Um,
0: well and to be honest it goes further I suspect he wrote this article I suspect he's an idiot he's come on Wikipedia and he's just promoting himself or you know in the event that well, it was that's, somewhere well, else but that, well
1: that's, that's a possibility or conversion but for, for any reason convert and and in fact the, the XfD pages AFD MFD IFD were in fact no indexed several months ago with no I missed the discussion if it, if it took place on wiki it was just done and frankly not a lot of people noticed. It was a good change. There was a, there was an amusing discussion on Wikipedia talk requests for adminship uh, two weeks uh, two weeks ago. Somebody said, should we no index the RFA in uh, archives the requests for administrator status. Archives And there was a long pro and con back and forth. Most people said it was a good idea. Uh, A number of people said it was a bad idea. And then finally somebody weighed in and said, this is a very good idea. In fact, it was done 10 months ago. (laughs) So there is a precedent for no indexing. And it should be expanded to, I had originally said all of Project Space. Somebody pointed out that that was probably too, too broad, the Wikipedia Notability Policy, you know, probably should come up on on Google if somebody's interested in how websites determine who's notable. Uh, yeah, yeah. come up if somebody's concerned about you know. So so it needs to be a little more a little more. There need to be opt in or opt out methods. Then the question is user space. Then the question is article talk space. And lastly, uh, although this is yeah. not the main reason that I made my particular proposal. Uh, Do we expand it to article space? For example, in the context of BLPs, there's something that's been discussed for a long time that has not been implemented, at least on the English Wikipedia. Uh, It's been implemented, I think, on a couple of uh, other language projects. And frankly, I have no um, experience with it, but something called flag revisions, where either for all articles or at least for a certain type of article, either for newly created articles or for later edited articles, whether somebody other than the person who initially typed in the words has to look at the page before it goes live. To do that on every revision on the English Wikipedia of every article probably, you know, would, uh, would, bring, the, would bring the collaborative process to a screeching halt. On the other end, do you do it for newly created bi- biographical articles? Do you do it for all biographical articles? Do you do it for articles created by, you know, editors who've edited for less than X period of time? There's a million permutations. I frankly have not thought them all through. But you combine that with no ind- Maybe you no index. You know, new content. You know, a new article yeah, yeah. Uh, until somebody's looked at it. Uh, there's there's any number of permutations. And you know that's something that we you know that we may need to look at, but it's a separate discussion. So people were saying yeah. when they saw the no index tag that you know they could just you know slap it on any main on any main space article if they wanted to. No, that was not that was not the intention. There needs to be yeah, yeah. some sort of guidance on how it should be used. But there should be people. I've been involved in a couple of a couple of controversial deletions. There are times when the existence of a Wikipedia article on somebody. Will damage their life, and we should try to avoid doing that. And to the extent that we either get rid of that sort of content, or at a minimum, um, at a minimum, um, you know, reduce its visibility. You know, so yeah, yeah. the better. And obviously, I'm not talking about a notable person who has a negative event in their life. You know, if a U.S. senator has a scandal that's going to, you know, that's reliably sourced and widely known, that's going to wind up in in his or her article. On the other hand, there was a case last year where a 14-year-old child was uh, was kidnapped and mistreated in a horrifying way and normally the names of of children who were subjected to that kind of treatment are kept out of the newspapers, but this was a missing child. Nobody had, uh, you know, so the family started, you know, have you seen so-and-so? So So there was a large amount of newspaper coverage, and somebody wrote a Wikipedia article. Well, you know, ideally when this person is, you know, 20 years old and trying to forget the, the four most horrible days in his life, he doesn't, and somebody, you know, in a college admissions person, whoever, you know, Googles this person, you know, that shouldn't be, you know, the number one hit and we shouldn't contribute to that.
0: Um so that's uh, Brad, I suspect that, I suspect that I suspect that it's this point of the conversation that we're really getting into the meat of what's probably well, what are probably the most important issues facing Wikipedia for the future? Um, I think we're, we're almost pushed for time now. Uh, I'm I'm very glad to be able to invite or to ask. I'm hopeful that that you're um, you're up for attending maybe a panel discussion in a fortnight or so, Brad. Obviously, we've raised we've covered a lot of issues, um, and it's just been you and I chatting. Uh, could I could I persuade you back in a fortnight or so to talk through um, talk things through with a few
1: others? I was just thinking to myself that the that the, the one thing my life misses is another chance to spend uh, another hour or so uh, focused <laughs> focused on focused on Wikipedia. Um, no, I'd, I'd be more than happy to uh, to join you at some point. I uh, I need to check my calendar on the exact timing, but yeah. at some point, I'm certainly happy to come on.
0: Well, in, in which case, uh, you know, your reward, dear listener, for getting this far or for listening through um, is, is that invitation. And I, I'm sure, Brad, you're up for people asking you questions or coming along and talking to you. And, and uh, you know, I want to thank you sincerely for your sort of open door policy.
1: Questions, questions are welcome. Questions about my editing, and my, my actions. Please don't ask about pending arbitration cases. Please don't ask about my bad on Wiki Poetry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to let you get away without that one I started
1: on April Fool's Day and now we get an RFA so I don't, I don't think I'll do it in arbitration decisions
0: oh uh, I, you know what I think, it, I, I, I think it could fit Brad I think it could fit <laughs> so yes we'll wrap things up there thanks very much to New York Brad for coming along um, sign up on the Not The Wikipedia weekly Wiki page not, not just you Brad in fact but anyone listening you can sign up to be part of this panel discussion you can suggest topics. You can ask questions. If you pop them on that wiki page, I mean, it's a wiki page. You don't need me to tell you. You know what to do. The edit button's there. Uh, wiki edit away in a useful fashion. Uh, and we'll be hearing more from Brad with with huge sincere thanks for today. Uh, thanks for coming along, New York, Brad. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.